Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode here on the Fantasy Fellows Show. Uh, my name is Kyle. In this video, I'm excited to get uh, the content rolling for fantasy football in the 2022 NFL season. Uh, in this video, I'm going to show you guys uh, all the new coaching changes. And I'll tell you what, this is this might be one of the most important uh, videos to understand here because I think uh, in terms of fantasy football and, and drafting the right players, you want to be kind of attached to the right coaches, the right offenses, the right football teams. Uh, that's going to help you kind of just on your way uh, navigate to the fantasy championship. So on the fantasyfellowship.com, I think I did put the link in the bio uh, as well or in the description as well. We're just going to click on uh, articles here. And uh, this is where I'm going to be posting. I'm going I'm to try to get at least one or two things up here per week. And uh, down here, we have the 2022 coaches, head coach and offensive coordinators. And again, this is this is super important. Now, what I'm going to do is we're going to go team by team, alphabetical order, just knock out the list, and uh, and then we'll hopefully be a lot smarter after this. But the Arizona Cardinals, first team on the list, if you go ahead and click into the link, it's going to give you their Wikipedia page. And I think this is extremely important because – uh, instead of me typing up all this stuff, like I, I just, I like looking, uh, you know, you get all of his personal information. You see if he played football or what he did here. Uh, but as a coach, we know he's, you know, entering his fourth season here with the team. You can scroll down and, and find some other things that are interesting as well. Uh, again, it's his entering his fourth year with the team. He's 24, 24 and one, uh, last year was his first successful season. I would say first year in the playoffs as well. And interestingly, uh, this team has never had, um, they've never had an offensive coordinator as long as he's been there. Um, so what I want to do here is I'm, I just want to, I want to pull up my, uh, my, my, my list of, um, projections here. Cause I'm going to show you guys, uh, what we got working with. So if you guys do end up purchasing the draft kit for this coming season, uh, what you're going to get is you're going to see uh, everything that the Arizona Cardinals and every team, like you're going to get a team page here and you can see Cliff Kingsbury. He's been the offensive coordinator and the coach for the last four, I guess the last three seasons, this will be the fourth season. So it's nice to see these stats and everything here. So I have all that logged. Uh, but again, he is the only, I guess, one of the only guys that doesn't need an offensive coordinator. So uh, we'll move on here to the Atlanta Falcons. You have Arthur Smith and Dave Ragone uh, coming into their second season. Not too much of a change here. Uh, and again, if you guys remember, these guys are kind of the, the the crossover from the Tennessee Titans offense. If I click into Arthur Smith, you'll see he's been in he's been in the Titans offense uh, in the Titans franchise since 2011. So uh, he worked his way up from the offensive quality control, offensive line, assistant tight ends, tight ends, offensive coordinator, and then he became the head coach here. So I do like Arthur Smith. I'm going to expect uh, some growth from Atlanta's offense, and then Dave Ragone. Uh, his second season as an offensive coordinator. This is a really nice young tandem for Atlanta. So I'm expecting some growth here. And again, uh, some some these two met in Tennessee. Uh, Dave uh, Ragone went and did some things with Washington, Chicago Bears, and then he bounced back uh, to Atlanta. So I think if you're looking at the Atlanta Falcons, uh, I'm hoping they're going to go with Matt Ryan for another quarterback here, but we should expect uh, some growth here from the team and hopefully Calvin Ridley back in the offense as well. Curious to see what they're going to do at the running back position. Uh, moving into the Baltimore Ravens, I really don't need to sell you guys on the Baltimore Ravens. Like the one of the models of consistency over the last uh, decade and a half here is John Harbaugh returning for his 15th season and offensive coordinator Greg Roman coming for his fourth season. Now, Greg Roman, an interesting guy here. Uh, he did spend a lot of time with Buffalo, uh, not too much time, uh, two seasons with Buffalo, some time with San Francisco before getting to the Ravens and just kind of working his way up as an assistant offensive uh, minded coach here. And uh, we have three seasons of data here, uh, one with the Lamar Jackson MVP season and the other two seasons uh, 
you know, enough data to get a really good picture here over the last three seasons. You have all the stats for the Ravens as well. So I'm excited. A lot of continuity here. We should see Lamar actually take a step. I think Lamar's going to take a step forward in the offense this year, especially with a healthy J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Uh, but let's move on to the head coach, Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott. Sixth season with the team. He's been playing. Uh, he's been coaching very, very well with, with since Josh Allen started to get better. Uh, and then the change here in Buffalo is offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. Uh, let's go ahead and look at this. They've had Brian Dable, who we'll get to later in the show. Uh, he's been the offensive coordinator, but they I believe they promoted Brian or they promoted Ken Dorsey from within. He's been with Buffalo since 2019, started as the QB coach. Uh, 2000. So last year he was the passing game coordinator and the quarterbacks coach, and then they moved him to the offensive coordinator. So uh, some pretty good, uh, you know, quarterback skills here. It looks like he's going to work hand in hand with Josh Allen. Um, so I like the move here. I don't expect this offense to change that much. Dorsey knows what's been going on since uh, since 2019. That's basically when Josh Allen started playing well. So really good continuity going on for Buffalo. Let's move on to the Carolina Panthers. You have Matt Rule coming back for his third season and new offensive coordinator, Ben McAdoo. Now, this is interesting. I think Carolina, one of those teams here that we don't really know what they're doing, uh, especially at the quarterback position. They tried Sam Darnold. They tried Cam Newton. They tried P.J. Walker. The year before, they tried Teddy Bridgewater. Just nothing sticking at the QB position. So uh, the NFL drafts can be very important for these guys. We'll see if they do anything in the trades or free agency. Uh, but essentially what you're getting here, it's a fun offense when everything's healthy, when Christian McCaffrey's healthy and, and everybody's uh, put together here. It, it can be a fun offense. They have lots of weapons, but we're going to see here if Matt Rule and Ben McAdoo can put some magic together. But again, uh, it almost, to me, it almost doesn't matter who's calling this offense. It, it's all about Christian McCaffrey. If, if he can stay healthy, and we saw back in, uh, I guess, the one full year of Christian McCaffrey, uh, they didn't have a healthy quarterback. They had half a season of Kyle Allen, half a, you know, a little bit of the season of Cam Newton. It was just kind of this weird Kyle Allen season uh, in 2019 or in 2020. And then last year, of course, we all know what happened. So I'm intrigued to see what happens here with Matt Rule. Um, likely his last chance. This is Ben McAdoo's got to be the guy to solve this. And, and McAdoo, if you guys remember, he did serve some time with Green Bay before going to uh, – the, the Giants as the head coach. So it looks like last year he was a, a consultant with the Cowboys, QB coach for the Jaguars in 2020. He took some time off after his stint with the, with the Giants here, 2016, 2017. Uh, he also was the offensive coordinator for two years with the Giants. So he spent four seasons with the Giants uh, and then the, uh, the Packers here. He was there for a long time with Green Bay. So uh, this is a, a really, really good mind here. He's been with a lot of really good offenses, Green Bay, uh, not so much New York, uh, but he's spent a lot of time in that Green Bay offense. So we'll see if McAdoo can turn things around. Uh, let's move on to the Chicago Bears. And this is this is interesting because you have uh, a first-year head coach and a first-year offensive coordinator. Head coach Matt Eberflus was hired. And if you guys remember, he was with the Indianapolis Colts as their defensive coordinator the last three seasons. Before that, he was with the Cowboys for a handful of years as a linebacker. Uh, coach and passing game coordinator so he's interesting because he's a linebackers uh, background but he was the passing game coordinator um, I, I don't know if that's a defensive passing game coordinator defensive coordinator or offensive passing coordinator but we'll see uh, but either way he's been a, a huge success uh, with the Colts defense the last few years he's going to bring a nice philosophy to the Chicago Bears and then Luke Getzey if you don't know who Luke Getzey is very young 38 years old he spent uh, basically the last Eight years with Green Bay, he, he went to Green Bay as a offensive quality control coach. 
uh, moved up to the wide receivers coach. Then uh, he went to Mississippi State to be an offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach. And then he came back to Green Bay as the QB coach in 2019, which is when LaFleur got there. And then he's been the passing game coordinator and the QB coach the last two seasons uh, before getting uh, promoted here to offensive coordinator with the Chicago Bears. So this is a really good history. Uh, he's been with the Green Bay Packers staff since about 2014. He's done some nice things, a quarterback background, so we'll see if uh, if he can get some good things going with Justin Fields. Uh, up next is uh, the Bengals haven't really had changed that much. So you know Zach Taylor coming back for his fourth season, Brian Callahan coming back for his fourth season. Uh, so I'm excited about the Bengals, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stamp the Bengals as one of the teams where you need to draft a player on the Bengals this offense. Took off last year. Try and get one of the receivers. Try and get Joe Mixon. Try and get Joe Burrow. We're going to be drafting uh, Bengals this year. So both guys entering their fourth season. A lot of fun going on there. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, uh, some nice consistency here too. They didn't really play well last year. They did have some, you know, some injuries uh, across the board here, especially with Baker Mayfield. But uh, Kevin Stefanski entering his third season and Alex Van Pelt entering his third season as well. So I like the continuity here uh, going on in Cleveland. And again, Baker Mayfield was dinged up last year. He posted, he actually regressed in all of his numbers last year. His yards went down, his yards per attempt went down, passing touchdowns went down, interceptions uh, went up. So just a, a rough year for Baker. Again, he was injured with that shoulder injury. So we'll see uh, if uh, a healthy offseason can do him some good. Uh, the Cowboys, some consistency as well. You have Mike McCarthy coming in for his third season and Kellen Moore coming in for his fourth season. So I was surprised to see that no one nabbed Kellen Moore. Uh, he did get some interviews, but no one was able to snag him. So the Cowboys, um, the Cowboys, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with their free agency. You know, nothing changed from the coaching staff wise that I care about, uh, but it's going to be all about uh, what they do with their wide receivers. Uh, going forward here. So good news though, Kellen Moore back for his fourth season as the as the play caller and, and Mike McCarthy in there for his third season. Might be a make or break year for McCarthy here. If he doesn't get anything, you know, <clears throat> substantial, a win or two in the playoffs, I think is what's going to uh, end up being on his uh, required do list. Um, Cowboys are one of those two teams too that I want to stamp. You want to get one of those players, but we'll worry about that later. Uh, the Denver Broncos. A team with a first-year head coach and a first-year offensive coordinator. You have Nathaniel Hackett, first season with the team. And he has spent the last three seasons, uh, last two years, being the offensive coordinator. Or yes, it has been three years. 2019, 2020, and 2021. The last three seasons with Green Bay as their offensive coordinator. The year before that, he was with the Jacksonville Jags, uh, 2016, 2017, and 2018 as their offensive coordinator. Uh, and before that, he was with the the, he was the QB coach for the Jags for two years, and then he was the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. So this is a really smart-minded uh, offensive coach here. He's been an offensive coordinator for a lot. Uh, basically, I'm seeing eight years he's offensive coordinator for teams, the Bills, the Jags, and then the Packers. He's been his most successful. So uh, only 42 years old. This is a really, really strong hire by the Broncos. I'm excited about it. Uh, they just need to get a quarterback. They need to get a quarterback that they can uh, groom uh, with Nathaniel Hackett, and then the offensive coordinator, Justin Outen, if you guys don't know him, uh, really short history in the NFL. He's been in the NFL since 2016. He was in a uh, coaching intern with the Falcons. Then he got promoted to offensive assistant in 2017, 2018, and then he was with Green Bay as the tight ends coach the last three years under Nathaniel Hackett. So uh, the Hackett tree, the Matt LaFleur tree, starting to be uh, a little bit of a development there, uh, but very interesting guy. And I just want to shout out, he, uh, Justin Outen, uh, I believe he's from, um, I believe he is from my hometown. 
uh, or one of my hometowns in Green Bay. I can't remember where I saw him from, uh, but I thought he was nearby. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But Justin Outen, uh, a really interesting young uh, minded coach here with Nathaniel Hackett. I, I I like what the Broncos got, you know, to work with, especially at the wide receiver and, and the running back position. They just need to get that quarterback in there. So much like the much like the Chicago Bears, they have they have I think the right minds uh, in there finally, and they just got to get the right uh, you know the right uh, operations now. Uh, let's move on to the Detroit Lions. You got Dan Campbell coming in for his second year, Anthony Lynn as his second season. Uh, so nothing changes. I, I'm excited about where this offense can go. You saw some bright spots last year. DeAndre Swift just needs to stay healthy. Uh, but they they had some bright moments. If we look at what that team did last year, one I think they showed a lot of fight. Dan Campbell. It almost to me doesn't even matter what he does this year. Like he's probably going to win more than three games. Uh, but I think Jared Goff. He's going to be the starter as, as of now, unless they draft a quarterback, and we'll see what happens there. But I think Amon Ross St. Brown, a rookie who comes in and catches 90 balls, uh, someone, you know, turning some heads there. Uh, then, of course, you got TJ Hawkinson. Uh, and then after that, maybe Josh Reynolds stays. Like they need some more receivers here. So I think uh, Anthony Lynn, year one with the Lions, not the greatest, but this, this team, you know, they scored touchdowns. They ended up scoring, it looks like 35 touchdowns. The year before that with Matt Stafford, they ended up scoring. Uh, a little bit more, significant amount more, I guess, in less games, but that's Matt Stafford. So uh, all in all, I think it's just another – they need to infuse talent with this. So it's it's another season of what can Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn do with not a lot of help. Um, but we'll move on to the Packers. Fourth season for Matt LaFleur. Don't need to really talk about him too much, but Adam Stenovich, uh, the new guy in there for Nathaniel Hackett, and he spent some time with Green Bay since 2019. He came in there as the O-line coach. 19 and 2020 last year he was the offensive line coach and the run game coordinator so he was promoted last year and then uh, again this year promoted uh in in replacement of nathaniel hackett so it looks like green bay might have a little bit more run focused uh this year we'll see what happens interesting interesting move here adam stenovich gets promoted up and i guess his his uh his history here was with starting off with michigan Strength and conditioning intern, graduate assistant at Michigan, O-line coach at Northern Arizona, offensive line coach at San Jose State, San Francisco offensive line assistant. So it looks like he is a uh, a really strong offensive line-minded coach. Uh, Houston Texans coming in next. Lovey Smith, his first season, and Pep Hamilton. So you, what has Lovey Smith been up to, you may ask? Since he left Chicago and he, he did the two-year stint with Tampa Bay, uh, he was in Illinois. Last year he was the head, or he was the head coach from Illinois from 2016 to 2020. And last season he, I didn't even know he was on the Texans, you know, staff, but associate head coach and defensive coordinator. I didn't even know he was in there, so that makes sense that he was able to, uh, you know, get upgraded there. So he's the new head coach for the Houston Texans, and then his offensive coordinator is going to be Pep. Hamilton and Pep Hamilton, a long line of history here. He's been coaching uh, since 1997 uh, back with Howard, and uh, he just kind of moved his way up. He spent time with the Jets, spent time with the 49ers, the Bears, went to Stanford for a handful of seasons, uh, worked with the Colts, worked with the Cleveland Browns, and he went to college with Michigan. I don't know who the D.C. defenders are. Uh, that's an XFL team. Uh, and then he worked with the Chargers 2020 as the offensive coordinator or the quarterbacks coach. So he worked with jo- with uh, Justin Herbert. And then last season, he was the passing game coordinator and the quarterbacks coach for the Texans. And then he gets promoted. So uh, I like Pep Hamilton. He had some he had some bright spots. I think he was the offensive coordinator. Uh, was he the offensive coordinator here for Andrew Luck for a few seasons? That might have been it. Uh, I can't recall. 2013 through 2015. 
uh, who was the who was playing in that? Uh, let me see, twenty thirteen. Um, who was his QB in that twenty thirteen season? Uh, I'm I'm not finding it. Twenty thirteen Colts. Let's look at these numbers real quick. I'm curious who Pep Hamilton had. Uh, did he get Peyton Manning? He did have Andrew Luck. So he had Andrew Luck in 2013. So he had uh, the best years of Andrew Luck's career. 2013 uh, looks like 2014 and 2015. So he has he has had some success with a really good player, Andrew Luck. We'll see what he can do uh, with his new staff in Houston. The Colts, uh, Frank Reich back for his fifth season. That's good to see. And then offensive coordinator Marcus Brady back for his second year. So some continuity for there. We just got to see if they bring back uh, – our man Carson Wentz. Uh, then we get to the Jags. Doug Peterson, first season with the Jacksonville Jags, and then offensive coordinator Press Taylor. So Doug Peterson, what has he been up to since he left the Eagles? Uh, he's he's taking some time off. He took 2021 off. He was last seen with the Eagles in 2016 through 2020. Took 2021 off, and now he's the coach for the Jags. And I'm actually very excited about this. And keep in mind, he was the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. 2013 to 2015, and then he became a, the Eagles head coach, won a Super Bowl with Philly. Uh, I think this is a really strong move for the Jags, probably one of the best decisions they could have made. Uh, but who is Press Taylor, you may ask? Um, he was a senior offensive assistant for the Indianapolis Colts, and he actually worked with the Eagles from 2013 to 2020. So he had a huge relationship with Peterson uh, during that time, and he won a Super Bowl together. So I'm, I'm very excited about this. I don't know too much. He's never had the opportunity to call plays, but he's been a quality control coach, an assistant QB coach, a QB coach, passing game coordinator, and, a, and, and more quarterback coaching. So uh, he knows what he's doing at the QB position. He's going to call plays here. Super excited to see what these two can cook up for Trevor Lawrence. I don't need to spend any time on Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. Uh, I do think the Raiders, though, Josh McDaniels, you guys know him from his long time as the New England Patriots offensive coordinator. He's been there the last two years. Uh, basically, he's actually been coordinating for a really long time. Uh, offensive coordinator from 2012, uh, uh, all that long while here. He was the offensive coordinator for the St. Louis Rams a little bit. Denver Broncos head coach back, of course, in 2009, 2010, and just a longtime uh, offensive coordinator for the Patriots. Uh, but who is who is his offensive coordinator? Mick Lombardi. So Mick Lombardi, only 33 years old. Um, and he was with the Patriots the last two seasons as the wide receivers coach. Uh, in 2019, he was the assistant QB coach. Then he worked with the Jets for two years, 2017 to 2018, as an offensive assistant, some time with San Francisco 49ers. So uh, he's been coaching in the NFL since 2013. So uh, that, that's pretty impressive because he's only 33 years old. He's been coaching since 2013. That's almost nine years. So uh, interesting young guy here, spending a lot of time with New England uh, the last three seasons here. He must have done something that Josh McDaniels was impressed with. So we'll keep an eye on these two, Las Vegas Raiders. We'll see if they're going to roll with Derek Carr, if they're going to uh, shake things up. Uh, I don't really need to talk much here about the Chargers. Uh, Brandon Staley and Joe Lombardi back for their second season. Huge success last year. They just they just couldn't win games. So they 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 played lights out on offense, putting up massive numbers. I mean, Herbert was a five thousand yard passer. They ran for a, a ton of rushing yards, uh, a ton of touchdowns. Uh, uh, I think almost 60 touchdowns uh, on the season here. So Brandon Staley, Joe Lombardi back for year two, Sean McVay back in his sixth season, no offensive coordinator. Again, this team's going to lose uh, 
Kevin O'Connell, uh, he was there the last two years. And then before Kevin O'Connell got promoted to that position, Sean McVay was his own OC. So probably not going to see anyone hired there at that position. Uh, here's a fun team. I guess the next two teams are interesting. The Dolphins get Mike McDaniel, who we just talked about uh, from the Rams. Uh, let me go ahead and click. Actually, that's Kevin O'Connell. My bad. Mike McDaniel came from the San Francisco 49ers. So he was the offensive coordinator there last year. And then before that, he was a running game coordinator for three for four seasons with San Francisco. He has a background as an offensive assistant for Atlanta. He did some wide receivers coaching for the Browns, for the Redskins uh, back in 2013. And then uh, just some more offensive assistants, some running backs coaching. So he's kind of got uh, just a, a well-rounded running back, wide receiver background, offensive assistant and coordinating. So he's an interesting guy, only 38 years old. We'll see if he can uh, – I'm curious. He's This was a hire that I didn't really know much about. Um, but anyways, Mike McDaniel, first year head coach. We'll see if he can do it. And then Frank Smith. So this was the guy that I said, uh, for, shout out from my hometown. He was born in Milwaukee. That's where I'm uh, currently residing. But Frank Smith, uh, offensive coordinator here for the Miami Dolphins. Last year, he spent time with the Chargers. So he knows uh, Mike McDaniel, uh, I guess, as, as rivals. Uh, but he was a run game coordinator and offensive line coach with the Chargers. My bad. That's the, I was thinking the Rams. So not a rival, but run game coordinator and offensive line coach for the chargers. Before that, he was a tight end coach uh, in Oakland, Las Vegas for three seasons, tight ends coach for the bears. And then he did some assisting with the saints. So he looks like he's got a really good tight end background, uh, run game and offensive line coach. So he's uh, I'm excited here. He's a, he's a tight end blocking uh, kind of coach here. We'll see if he can help uh, some things. And what I like about that is uh you have two first-year guys really getting a, a, a lot of opportunity here, and it looks like Mike McDaniel is, is kind of like a, a running-type quarterback uh, coach. Uh, we, we could see uh, a really good commitment for Tua with the running game and doing some play-action type stuff. So I'm, I'm excited what the Dolphins did here. Uh, it's refreshing to see new faces get a chance as well. Um, on to the Vikings. Kevin O'Connell, again, that was the Rams' offensive coordinator getting his first shot. Let's click into him and see what he's got. Uh, he spent the last two seasons with the Rams. Before that, he was with the Washington uh, Commanders, 2017 to 2019. Spent some time with the 49ers and the Cleveland Browns. It looks like he's a quarterback's uh, kind of guru here. He's been a lot of quarterbacking coach. Uh, again, quarterback's coach for the Browns, the Redskins, and uh, a little bit here for the Rams. So it looks like he's going to infuse uh, some talent at the quarterback position. And then his offensive coordinator is going to be Wes Phillips, 43 years old. He spent the time last year, the last three seasons with the Rams. It looks like he has a tight ends background. So he's been coaching tight ends since 2013, has some, some knowledge here as a QB coach, some offensive line coaching, but pretty much a tight end coach since 2013. So good news for the Vikings. Uh, you can have a well-balanced uh, offensive attack. Bill Belichick, they lose Josh McDaniels, but they don't have an offensive coordinator yet. Uh, the Saints, super interesting. So Dennis Allen, his first season coaching for the team, and then you get Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator, with his 14th season uh, at that position. So Carmichael uh, was just always under Sean Payton. We might see a little bit more fun with the offense. Who knows? But Carmichael is going to get his uh, his hands uh, all over this offense. We just don't know who's the quarterback, who the receivers are. We'll have a, a lot to figure out with these teams, uh, especially the Saints. Uh, we'll move on to the New York Giants. Super interesting, the Giants. First of all, congrats on getting Brian Dable. Uh, I think he's a winner from Buffalo. One of the really, really good hires, I think, from this past uh, coaching carousel. 
the, the Bills offensive coordinator from 2018 to 2021. So, you know, that's getting the best of Josh Allen's seasons. Uh, he did spend some time with Alabama as the OC and QB coach there for a season. Before that, he spent a lot of time with Bill Belichick as the tight ends coach. You have Kansas City uh, offensive coordinator for a season, Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator for a season, Cleveland Browns offensive coordinator for two seasons, uh, and then before that, QB coach, wide receiver coach. So he's only 46 years old, but this is a really impressive uh, resume here. He was with the Patriots a lot from basically 2000 to 2006, and then he was kind of put into some bigger roles here. In 2000, he's been offensive coordinating basically since 2009, so uh, a long list uh, of experience here for Brian Dable. And then his offensive coordinator, I had to do a double take because I remember watching this guy's film, uh, Mike Kafka, 34 years old, and his resume is super interesting. Uh, 2016, he started coaching as a graduate assistant with Northwestern, gets called by Kansas City to be their offensive quality control coach, and then he was the QB coach for Pat Mahomes the last two seasons, the last three seasons, uh, and then uh, actually even longer. Since he's been with the Chiefs since 2018, in the last two years, he's been the QB coach and the passing game coordinator. So a uh, really interesting guy, young mind here, only 34 years old. He's going to get a chance to uh, to show what he can do as the OC here. And this guy was drafted in 2010, which is just pretty wild. So I remember watching his tape when he was coming out. So we'll see what the Giants can do. Uh, the Jets, nothing really changed here. You got Salah and Michael LaFleur back for their second season. Same thing with the Eagles, Nick Sirianni back for his second year. Shane Steichen back for his second year. Kind of these are probably hot seat seasons for these guys. You need to see some growth here. But I would I would like, especially with the Jets and the Eagles, just they, these these coaches should be guaranteed a third season before this year even starts. Uh, Steelers, nothing changed here. Mike Tomlin, 16th season. Matt Canada, second season. Um, again, Matt Ben Roethlisberger was a huge part of the offensive coordinating uh, role there, and he's no longer uh, of service. And then the Niners. Nothing changing here. Kyle Shanahan, no offensive coordinator. Uh, they did lose again. They lost Mike McDaniel. And before Mike McDaniel was, was there, it was all Kyle Shanahan. So I don't think we're going to see anyone get hired there. Uh, the Seahawks, Pete Carroll, his 13th season. He's 70 years old, by the way. And then Shane Waldron, his second season. Something feels really fishy out in Seattle. Uh, I, I, I don't know if I trust drafting Seattle players this year. We'll see if Russell Wilson is back. Uh, Buccaneers. Head coach Bruce Aarons and Byron Leftwich both entering their fourth season. Some continuity is great there, but no quarterback right now, so we'll see what they do. The Titans, you get Vrabel coming back for his fifth season and Todd Downing in for his second season. Uh, the injuries to Derrick Henry last year was very unfortunate. Uh, same thing with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. I really don't know if we can judge the offense last year for Tennessee. And then uh, the Commanders, Washington Commanders. Ron Rivera and Scott Turner back for their third season, so you get some continuity there. Uh, but this is, uh, again, a free link here on the fantasyfellowship.com. The link's in the description. I just wanted to kind of read through and let you guys know who's coaching where. Uh, and basically, I want to draft teams, uh, players on teams that have consistency. Uh, we shouted out the Bengals as a team. You know, Taylor and Callahan back for their fourth season together. Uh, I'm kind of interested in the Browns, more so Nick Chubb a little bit. I think Cowboys are fair game. Uh, the Packers, for sure, are fair games with Rodgers returning, likely. Chiefs, of course, fair game. Uh, the Chargers, I think, are fair game. The Rams, for sure. Uh, Patriots, we'll see what's going to happen there and, and if they make any decisions on the receiver. The Jets, Eagles are interesting. We'll guess coming back for a second year. Uh, Steelers, we'll see what they do at QB. Uh, but the 49ers, a lot of fun. Bucks, Titans, Commanders, a lot of fun. So try and uh, take with that what you will. I had a lot of fun doing this. Thank you guys so much for your time. 
uh, like the video. That helps us uh, get it out to more people and more people can see that it was a good video and subscribe if you are new. Thank you guys so much for your time and uh, we'll see you in a future video. Peace.